0: This week on the podcast, we're talking about being a better person online. After all, a 2021 survey found that Americans spend a whopping 59 hours a week on the internet. 8 or so of those are watching shows, so we can subtract those because you're not really acting in any certain way when you're watching. But still, even without those eight or so hours of streaming content, that's 50 hours a week spent online. So let's take a look at how we're acting during those 50 hours and whether we really need that many. This week, we're gonna talk about smartphone addiction, the enormous temptation of online shopping, getting a grip on your screen time, and being honest about whether the internet you is meaner than the real world you, But today's big idea we're focusing on is the good and the bad of texting and emails when it comes to relationships with the people we know and love. Just to be clear, I'm not talking about dating, as that's something I've been away from for so long, I don't really think I have a leg to stand on. Although I could certainly interview someone about it. So if that's a topic you'd like to hear more about on this podcast, drop me a line using the contact Kate button. At BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and I will hook something up. I truly love hearing from listeners, so if online dating, or dating in the modern era, or just dating in general is something you're interested in, let me know. What I am talking about today is staying connected to friends and family members during the digital age. In some ways, Texts and emails and social media are great at keeping some more distant relationships alive or bringing them back to life. I recently had the experience of a friend whom I haven't seen probably since 1984, sending me a text out of the blue just to say hi and reconnect a bit. This friend recently lost her dad, a fact I discovered on Facebook. So I went and left a message for the family at his digital obituary. My friend saw my message and reached out to someone she knows who gave her my number and boom, we exchanged family photos, remembered some good times, and pledged to see each other once travel becomes a little less fraught. It was a great moment that would not have happened without the internet and smartphones. Group texts can help you stay in touch with a bunch of people all in one place and even joke around as you share stuff that's happening in your lives. I have group texts for my college roommates, my neighborhood friends, a couple of different groups of female friends, and my fellow public school parents. I value these group texts for how easy it, they make it to stay in touch with different groups of people. On the other hand, it's also very easy for real life relationships to exist primarily online via texts and emails. I mean, Haven't we all been guilty of this, particularly during the pandemic, when getting together isn't quite as carefree as it once was? Kind of, and there's a lot of people you probably only talk to using text or email. Pandemic or not, I know how tempting it is to text someone, even sometimes someone you're in the same building with, or even sometimes the same room. My husband and I will text when I'm in my office and he's in the basement. I've been over at friends' houses where they've texted their teenage kids to go to bed. I'm not villainizing these behaviors, they are part of modern life. But, an insidious factor of the internet is that it appears to make things easier. And there are some things where you don't always want to take the easy route. For example, fostering day-to-day closeness to people you love. You really don't want to skimp out on that, you know? I've got some interesting insight on why digital communications can't replace real-time interactions. So what's so wrong with digital communications when it comes to keeping up relationships? Well, when you're talking to someone in real time, definitely face-to-face, but even over the phone or a video call, there is so much that's conveyed through nonverbal communication. You've got tone of voice, eye contact, and body language, which are all huge ways that we talk to one another. In fact, we've evolved a very sensitive neural network in our faces that helps us both transmit and receive information via facial expression. It's an important part of how we feel safe and create intimacy with other people. And all that is lost when you're only texting or emailing. Emojis help a tiny bit but they're a very blunt tool that replaces something just exquisitely nuanced. Think about it. When you're texting with someone, it's very easy to sound chipper when really you're exhausted, or to not address something that irritates you, or frankly, to be doing five other things when you're in the conversation. None of these things are easy to do when you're talking in real time, whether that's voice-to-voice or face-to-face. Just a couple days ago, I got a text from my friend Terry. She was just asking me something quick in the text, but I was just sitting there drinking my tea, procrastinating on starting my day, so I asked if she had time for a call. She said yes. I dialed her number, and we had a good old fashioned catch up for about 20 to 30 minutes, where we learned that we had each experienced a similar and similarly crazy thing recently that never, ever, ever would have come out in a text. We got to bond about and not feel like an outlier. And I tell you, that conversation felt like a mini vacation. I wish the same for you. I know how convenient it is to stay in touch via text, but we also have to prioritize getting together in person, picking up the phone, or even adding another Zoom call to our day so that we can keep our person-to-person connections strong. Your tiny assignment is to resist the temptation to have one conversation in the next 24 hours via text or email and have it either on an actual phone call or video call or, even better, face-to-face. In my case, I need to actually get my butt up and walk down into the basement to ask my spouse that question. And know that when you do, you're nourishing your neural networks as well as your relationship. Be sure and come back tomorrow when we're talking about online shopping. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person.